The Business on RT Radio 1 with AIB. We know that your focus is on your business. That's why ours is on supporting you. So from inspirational quotes to putting them into action on the pitch as we wait with bated breath for this evening's Rugby World Cup quarter final against New Zealand, Johnny Sexton has said that they've been prepare- preparing for the toughest game they've ever faced. Apart from physical and technical training, the players have also been working on their psychological skills to help optimise their performance. I'm joined by Olivia Hurley, uh, academic lead in sport and performance psychology at IADT, to talk about the psychology of peak performance, whether it's in sport or in life. Olivia, uh, thank you very much for joining us. How important, from a sport and rugby point of view, first of all, is psychology and mindset and how important do you think it will be this evening for those players? Um, I think, well, first of all, thanks. Uh, it's lovely to meet you, Richard, and lovely to be in studio this morning for the, the day that's in it. Um, I think it's it's very important, but I, I think we need to be very careful um, in that like physical training and preparation is very important as well as psychological training. And they do both. When they go out to train, they're preparing mentally and physically for the, the kind of the the. the task ahead. And that, that mental and psychological preparation is something that I think even Andy Farrell has alluded to as something that he has worked on that has made a significant difference to it. Absolutely, it does. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that we know about the players in terms of what they have to do tonight, like physically, but like mentally, they really do need, and the team that actually is successful tonight, I firmly believe will be the team that mentally copes with the pressure of, of the actual location. And you some of the Ireland rugby players. That's right. Well, in the context of, I suppose, remembering that I'm an academic, first and foremost, I do do some private consulting work as well. So I've had a number of the players. Um, Josh van der Fleer is a graduate of the Certificate in Sports Psychology in IEDT. Uh, Jordan Larmer has been in. So have people like Ian Madigan, Andy Conway. There's been many of them. And some of the coaches, Richie Murphy, who's actually one of the, the head coach of the under-20s, has been in as well. So yeah, so they know the importance of actually their, their kind of mental skills and understanding the psychology of their preparation as well as the physicality of it. Some of the mental obstacles that they might face, and it might begin, although they're professionals, with nerves and how they deal with that, and then the fact that a, a football match, whether it's rugby 80 minutes or soccer 90 minutes, goes on for so long, they've got to try and drift in and out of or stay focused for a long time. How would you draw analogies there with people in the world of work and, and stresses that we might face? I'm thinking, for example, of pre-interview nerves. I'm thinking about going in to do a presentation or a meeting that you're absolutely not very uncomfortable mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually one of the most common things that players or athletes when they come to talk to me privately, individually, as like in a consultant capacity. Um, and I suppose one of the key things is to remember is that the two kind of main mental skills are their concentration skills, but also their coping skills. So it's very normal for them to kind of say things like, I'm really nervous before I go out to play in a big match, or I'm really nervous before I do an interview or whatever. They're the things that we do find really challenging because they're kind of positions that we're putting ourselves out there like we're going to be evaluated and we have to get comfortable with that so like just listening to some of your motivational quotes there it was quite quite interesting I mean the one that I use a lot with the athletes this year particularly is that adversity is inevitable and that growth is optional and that we can lean in and do the work. So I'm all about trying to help to give them little tricks and tools to help them manage the pressure situation. Like and what? they can be applied um, to w- yeah, could work they be, as they well. Can be applied Absolutely, l- l- yeah, like what? yeah. What kinds of things? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I suppose it's been so talked about like kind of recently, but that kind of where we saw them in the huddle and they did the collective breath. You know, we know that things ju- just like in order to lower our heart rates, just taking a few deep breaths and actually focusing on the breathing actually does help to kind of 
you know, kind of dial down the arousal levels and for us to be able to concentrate really effectively. You know, our brain is so distractible that when we get anxious, we make mistakes. And there's only a couple of things I can guarantee is going to happen tonight. And that is that the players, all of them, the ones in black and the ones in green, are going to lose their concentration and they're going to make mistakes. So the strategies that we actually work on, like the breathing, like their self-talk management, like their, you know, pre-performance kicking routines, they're all little tools that they use to try and bring their mind back to refocus when it's got and it's wandered. A, a sort of a, an ordinary working life uh, example of that, where there's a setback, might be, you know, somebody's worried about going into a particular meeting, a presentation, whatever it is. And just before they go in the door, they get a phone call that some other part of their work life has just bombed. Something's gone really wrong. One of the most important people that works with them has just left. Mm -hmm. And then it's how do you go in to do the thing you're, you want to do with that distraction? It's how, how do you bounce back from that? Yeah, it's actually, it's a, it's a really interesting question. And actually, the, the again, the kind of phrase that we use a lot is to try to get people to get on job. So in other words, you know, if you're thinking about what's just happened or you're thinking about what might happen in the future, you're not actually focusing on the present. So it's all about trying to focus like I am now, focus on chatting with you. I mean, if my mind was elsewhere and worrying about what I'm going to do afterwards or thinking about what I've done before, I'm not on job. So it's all about trying to stay present focused. And that's actually really difficult. That takes practice and training. Because you have you to know? compartmentalise yeah, your, you, your you brain do. and but how you've you got to actually practice it because like we've got five senses. We're constantly seeing things, hearing things, smelling things. And all those things are our senses that are designed to distract us because ultimately they're trying to keep us alive. So if there's anything that's going to be a threat to us, but like that, a disappointment or anxiety, often our brain interprets as a threat. So we've got to be able to kind of use what we call the kind of the rational brain as opposed to the kind of the, the, the kind of the threat centre brain to get that to kick in so that we can actually focus on the task we're trying to do while trying to ignore distractions. What other kinds of advice would you give people that you've learned from the sports psychology and, and performance psychology into working lives or, or, or other aspects of our life? I think probably the most important lesson that we teach, and I know Jordan Larmer has done a few interviews and he said one of the biggest things that he got from coming in and studying sports psychology in IDT with me was his ability to be able to accept adversity and to be able to be more resilient in other words, to develop resilience. People think resilience is actually a trait. It's not. It's a developed and learned skill. And we can only develop it and learn it when we have setbacks, when things happen that we didn't like and didn't want. And we're kind of forced to have to cope with them. And we develop like either really good coping strategies or sometimes we develop coping strategies that are not so great. But we're guaranteed the setbacks are going to be there. They're going to be there, but, absolutely. Well, Olivia Hurley, shortly, we're going, will you stay with us actually because it's good to have a psychologist in the house. We're sure. going to be talking about music shortly and okay. motivational music and the impact mm -hmm. it has. It would be great to hear uh, your, your views on that. Olivia Hurley, uh, Academic Lead in Sport and Performance Psychology at IADT. Thank you very much for joining us on Thank the programme. You.